Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of One More Minute. This is your girl, Monique, and thank you so much for joining me for another installment of Moment Mondays. And so for the last two weeks, I have been very much so MIA. Um, I've been stressed and stretched beyond imagination. And so for all, all of you who may or may not know, I'm in business school in pursuit of my master's of business administration with a concentration in marketing. So for the last two weeks, I've been working on projects. I've been knee deep in midterms. I've been locked in my house, haven't gone anywhere. And so I decided to enroll in business school because I felt like I wanted to do something different to reach a different destination. I felt like I had a lot of free time and I had a lot of empty space. And I had to sit down on myself and say, Monique, what are you doing with this empty space? And with what you're doing with this empty space, where is it taking you? Where is it going to lead you years from now? And so it's been seven years since I've been enrolled in school. And it's been very challenging, very eye-opening. I've learned the art of time management. I've learned the art of being timely. I've learned the art of doing what I said I was going to do when I'm going to do it. And it has been very eye-opening for me, but it has made me level up in every area of my life. And so as I begin to think about where I am, where I'm trying to go, and what I want to do, and where I see my future with my family, my future husband, my future kids, my career, stuff I want to do on the side as an entrepreneur. I begin to think about one of my favorite plays by Lorraine Hansberry called A Raisin in the Sun. And so for those who may or may not know, A Raisin in the Sun um, was inspired by a poem by V. Langston Hughes called A Dream Deferred. And that was a part of a series of poems that Langston Hughes wrote. Now, A Dream Deferred is a very simple and short poem, but it's so powerful, epic, and amazing, right? So if you've never heard it, I'm going to recite it for you. Very, very short, sweet, and deep. goes like this. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun? Or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat, a crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? I want you to sit and think about that, right? And so the poem talks about what happens when your dreams don't come true. Do they just die? Are they postponed? Do they evolve into something else? And in the the play, A Raisin in the Sun, we, we see an African-American family that want to strive for greatness. We have a daughter that wants to be a doctor. We have a mother. Her dream is to have her own home. We have a husband, a black man, who supports his family, and his dream is to be the man of the house, right? To be the breadwinner, to make things happen for his family. We have a, a, a wife that her dream is to have her family together, to have a growing family, to keep her family tight. And we have a son who is the culmination of everybody's dreams, and they want to see him strive and thrive, right? And so the poem was written during a time when African-Americans weren't able to fully realize their dreams, whether it was due to segregations, laws, and regulations. And so one thing about that time period, and which is actually my favorite part of history, was about the was during the Harlem Renaissance. The Harlem Renaissance was 
a rebirth and a resurgence of black creativity and black excellence is when we had some of our greatest music come alive with people like Duke Ellington, right? It was a time where there was epic literature being written, a time where art was being, you know, drawn and placed. And it was a time where African-Americans were filled with so much pride and stride and amazingness that nothing could stop the fire that was burning within them during that time period, right? And so, you know, even in that realm of greatness and black excellence, some people still weren't able to reach their dreams. And so as I began to sit and think about that, it made me think about at that time period, they weren't able to reach their dreams. But what's my excuse for not reaching mine? Right. And so when you think about this day and age, we're all driven by dreams. You see people every day that are quitting their jobs to travel, quitting their jobs to become entrepreneurs, quitting their jobs to start makeup lines, to start baking those cookies, quitting their jobs so they can live stress-free, building wealth, creating their families, doing all the things that they said they wanted to do, stepping outside the box and living their dreams. I don't think there's ever been a time where we haven't been able to reach everything we put our minds to. So we literally have no excuse. But then I began to think about all the distractions that the world has to offer. Even in the midst of saying people doing these awesome things, people are so distracted between social media, bad relationships, good relationships, friendships, the media, trying to keep up with the Joneses, all those things. And I thought about what happens to potential deferred. Every single person has been given the tools deep down to live the life that they dreamed of. God has given us talents, resources, and mindsets. There's literally so much fruit in the earth to bear. There's so much, there's so many jewels in the gym and the ground for us to dig up. We literally have no excuse. And the going are the days where you use where you started as an excuse to determine where you finish. We live in a damn age where you can create your own opportunities, be your own boss, create your own wealth. And be whoever the hell you want to be, right? And so all these things came full circle. And I knew I was in the right, I was headed in the right direction for this week's podcast when I heard Viola Davis's her speech last week when she accepted her Oscar. And one part that stuck out to me the most when she said, People ask me all the time, what kind of stories do you want to tell, Viola? And I say, exhume those bodies. Exhume those stories, the stories of the people who dreamed. And I literally sat there so convicted. And it made me think about my generation and even myself. How many of us are sitting on dreams that we're too lazy to pursue? Too distracted to reach our full potential, weighed down by past failures that we can't see our future. Too busy, worried about what other people are doing that we haven't charted our own territory or our own paths or going on our own roadmap. Slowed down by distractions, putting ourselves in boxes, fine with leading ordinary lives, okay with being mediocre. And it really made me so convicted because I think about all the times where I haven't followed through what I said I wanted to do, or I haven't been consistent, or or I've dropped the ball, or I sat down and just thought about what other people are doing and filled myself with self-doubt and lack of faith and feeling like I couldn't do it or feel like I didn't have the tools or the resources to get to where I wanted to be, right? And so in that moment, I was reminded that there's so many gifts and things that God has has waiting for me, and it is my job to tap into them and to reach my full potential. You know, I'll give you two examples. I think I've talked about this before, about 
we don't want to date potential, right? We want to date like purpose and what people are actually doing, when, especially when it comes to dating or like men, women, whatever it is that you like. And so I thought about that myself. You know, who am I to be like, oh, I'm going to do all these things and I'm not tapping into my full potential of who I could be, where I know I have the potential, but I'm just too lazy to actually do it. And then, you know, I will also reference um, an example that my older sister Melissa gave on our driver's seat podcast where she talked about, she gave an analogy about walking into a room and God opening a door. And it's like a room full of gift boxes, right? And you're like, well, God, what are these gift boxes? And he said, these are all the things I have for you, but you didn't ask for them. You didn't reach your full potential to get them. So here they, now you're going up to heaven and here are all the things that I have for you on earth, but you didn't get them. And I thought about that. And I was, I've just felt so convicted by all the times where I just didn't do what I was supposed to do. And so I think about people in my generation. I think we all are guilty of that. And so it made me think about potential and dreams. They go hand in hand. So reaching our dreams, that's no longer inexcusable. And neither is not reaching our full potential. So I pose the question, what happens to potential deferred? And the answer is quite simple. I've kind of laid it out for you all already. It dies like those untapped dreams. It lays there untouched, unrealized, and unbirthed. And when I think about that, it makes me want to strive even harder to reach my full potential. And if not, I don't not only try to reach my full potential for myself, I want to reach the full potential for the people who couldn't, who had the dreams and the potential, but they weren't able to tap, in them, tap into them because they're constricted and restricted. But that's not my story. And I have been given everything I need to reach the next level. And so I really hope that this blessed somebody because we all have what it takes to live our best lives. It's just up to us to really do what we got to do to get to where we want to go. And I talk about this stuff all the time in our podcast, but sometimes I got to bring it to you from a different angle because sometimes you may not get it the first time. And I'm the same way. I don't always get it the first time, but sometimes it takes other examples for me to really comprehend and understand it. So as always, I hope that this blessed you because it definitely blessed me. I'm here to always just to give you a little mo. We got three, we're what, three months into 2017. And there's still so much more for us to do and so much farther for us to go. And as I continue on my faith walk and really just start to trust God and really tap into my faith. What I love about having a new day is I have a new opportunity to write whatever I did wrong, to forgive myself for what I didn't do, to start over, to really get to the next level and get one step closer to my dreams and to really reach my full potential. So I hope that you all will follow me on Instagram at Monificent11, M-O-N-I-F-I-C-N-T-11. Make sure you follow the Single Black Female Project on Instagram at SBM Project. Um, I feel like right now I personally am in like a really ripe season. God is like stripping me of distractions. He's making me not only reach my full potential, but but to demand my worth. That's a part of potential too. And so in order for me to demand my worth, I have to see my worth and see the potential of who I am and tap into that too. So I hope that I will see you next week here, same place, same time. For Moments Mondays on One More Minute. Talk to you all soon and hope you have a great and awesome week. It's going to be lit and I'm excited.